I've got it figured. You do? I've had two separate folks tell me there have been strangers around these parts last couple nights. Can't tell what they look like, because they're staying in the shadows, covert-like. Nobody's been hurt, mind you. And that's the giveaway. I see. It's called probing. It's a military procedure. You send out a reconnaissance group, very small, check things out. Not to engage, but to evaluate the situation. Evaluate the level of danger. Make sure things are all clear. Clear for what? For the rest of them. Very ominous, very ominous, that there intro right there. Welcome to the sewers of Brooklyn, New York, everybody. This is Nick the Rat Radio, the only podcast that is broadcast from the sewer, I guess. I'm Nick the Rat, and this is radio. Tonight is episode 165. It is February 13th. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. So make sure you put on a nice, sexy robe for this episode. It helps. Uh, we will be drinking gin tonight. Hold on, I gotta make a, I gotta make my drink right in here. Can't just pop open a bottle of gin and start swigging. So you gotta. So I'm gonna do one part gin. Pour that in here. Oh, that's that's a healthy, that's a healthy splash. Uh, we're gonna do. Uh, hey, why not make it a little fancy with some coconut. Water of some sort. Yeah, we're going to throw some coconut water in there with some gin. All right, that's nice. That's good. And then and then to give it the little bubbly um, and and that good old extra flavor, we're going to use some, some ginger ale. So, yeah, that's, that's the drink of the evening, which will be hard to make later. Probably not. We'll see. Tonight's episode... It's a special episode. I I was actually at a, a blank. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what to do for this episode. I was I was drawing a blank. I usually never draw a blank, so I was a little scared. But I, I got an email from an actual scientist. It's not gross cyborg, Dave. If that's what you're if you're talking about my drink, it's good. Let me just take a swig right here. It's good. It's tasty. Uh, um, <laughs> so I didn't know what to do for the episode tonight, but luckily I got an email from a scientist. Now, when you get an email from a scientist, you usually, you don't take it not seriously. You don't take it lightly. You take it seriously. And he... He was telling me that he has he he has proof that the Fresno Nightwalker is real. He's a scientist. He knows how it happened. He sent an email documenting how it happened, and there's even a clip. He sent the noise that it made. So I'm really really excited to get into this this episode basically because I only read the the title of the email. I usually I don't like to spoil anything, so uh, the sign it just said they're a scientist. It was also from like uh, an edu website, so I know they're real. 
and they said they have proof about the Fresno Nightcrawler. Now, I didn't really know what it was. I didn't really want to look into it that much, but I, I looked into it. If you're on, if you're on the Twitch channel, you can see it. It's a, there's a video clip of it running around. But I'll, I'll get into exactly what it probably is. I'll get into the email. I'll, yeah, these are spoilers. I'm sorry, everybody. But you know, there's also gonna be phone calls. There's gonna be news. There's gonna be advertisements because even though I love my my uh, donators, my donators, people that donate and sponsor the show. I just want to say thank you to all of you because you, you know who you are. You're awesome. I should, uh, I should maybe um, make like a list of people that donate. But I don't know if you want your name out there. Maybe you want to do it in private. But if you actually do ever send donations to me, just send a note, and I'll I'll basically do anything you want me to do. It's it's kind of true. I've done some, I've done some things I regret. No, I'm joking. I never regretted any of it. Um. We're going to jump right back into the show, the episode, this fun, fun, fun time. And usually we started off with some music. So let's play a little Miastro 2.0 with Arresting State. Let's see what this is all about. This seems like it could be a good old song right here. The show will continue. Fresno Nightcrawler, everybody. It's Wednesday. I almost spilt my drink all over.
Oh, man. Miastro 2.0, Resting State. That's some good stuff right there. I, I like that one a lot. That's a, that's a good song. Get you in the mood for dan- dancing? I don't know. I can't dance. I'm sitting down doing a show. Rocking out of my recorder, though. Fresno is a place in California, if you didn't know. It's um it's 112 square miles in the center of the San Joaquin Valley. It's the southern portion of uh the California's uh Central Valley. It's founded in 1872. But we're not really here to talk about California. We're here to talk about the Fresno Nightcrawler. Now um let me just get right into the email. Let me just go to the email. We'll start it off there that I got, and we'll just we'll just we'll just jump right into this. All right. So let me open this up here. All right. It says, "Uh, hello, Nick. I heard your show, and I feel your platform might be the right outlet for me to release this disturbing information." I guess it, it's probably a good one. Um, the public needs to know. And I hope you will spread the word. I work in a lab at SCU Fresno Physics Department. Oh, he's a physicist. This is this has to be real. And recently, while studying particle and quantum physics, it seems we have made a dimensional tear in the fabric of space-time. A beautiful blue radiant portal opened in the middle of our lab. Holy... This is this is going to change the world people. This is this is some stuff that that doesn't happen every day. This is Yeah, my nipples are a little hard. Um a beautiful blue radiant portal opened up in the middle of our lab and let out a strange hum. I This is great that this is coming out on my show first. I'm going to get a lot of ratings. Um I can't go into all the details because you and your listeners probably wouldn't understand them. Come on, try us. Jeez. Um, anyways, either way, uh, it involved a massive amount of energy in lasers. All right. Uh, the, strange, the strange thing was that a creature, it was all white and sort of resembled a clothing pin. It was around four feet, four feet high. And he came walking out of the portal. This is... This is chilling information right here. I, I, if that happened to me, I'd probably just turn it off and leave. Um, it looked just like... It looked just like images I have seen on something called... It, wait, it looked just like images I've seen of something called the Fresno Nightcrawler that I recall seeing on security footage from 2007. Actually, if you go to my Twitch channel, I think that's what I have running right now. You could see that that footage there. And and if that is what it looks like, this is this is shocking information, people. I don't I don't know how you could just say that there's uh some stuff like this going on and and not tell everybody. Uh, we were able to record it, but since you're just doing an audio show, I thought I'd send you a sound recording of it. Well, that's nice of you. Uh, it seemed friendly enough, so when I went over to touch it, 
It turned and walked back into the portal, and it instantly closed. Whoa. So that means it was, like, sentient. And it knew. It knew what was going on. Um, we, we haven't been able to re replicate the experiment again. But we need to let people know the truth. Please play the audio for your audience so they will finally know that the Fresno Nightcrawler is real and it's from another dimension. Thank you for your courage, Dr. G. Freeman. All right. Let me see if I could. Where's this clip? Hold on. Let me uh, get the clip here. Dr. G. Freeman, and he was. What school was that? What? CSU Fresno Psychic uh, Physics, not Psychics Department. That'd be cool if there was a... Hold on one second. Let me just get this clip loaded here. All right, here we go, everybody. Let's listen to this, and and we'll, we'll, we're going to listen to this thing. Let's hear what it sounds like. I think we just made history. We have... That's the first recording from a being from another dimension. I guess that, that hum in the background was the lasers because it was intense energy and stuff. Hold on, let me play that again. Let me just play that one again really quick because that sound... That... That was pretty chilling. I... I don't know if I'd try to touch this thing. I don't know if I'd try to touch it. Let's, let's can I get it louder. Let me see if I can make it louder here. Oh my god! No, no, yeah, no. Go back into the portal. Go back into the portal. I would not want to be around that thing. That is scary. I, I need to, I need to relax a little bit. I don't think. Um, I don't think we really need to hear that. That was... People so the Fresno Nightcrawlers from another dimension, they're saying it's about four feet tall, it's white, and judging by the security camera the footage that I'm seeing, it, it like wobbles, and you heard what it sounded like. That was... Okay, um, let me go to my, my voicemail line, see if there's any good voicemails to play here. Um, wait, where's my voicemail line? Is this it? voicemail yeah this is it uh 917-719-5923 if you want to call right now and leave a message about what you think about what you just heard oh boy it's, give me a call because i i'm sh i'm shook i'm a little i'm a little creeped out i didn't even think this thing didn't even look like it had a mouth or something but that sounded like it came from a mouth to me like it i don't know let's see what is the voice Still again. Is this from like a masseuse parlor or something? Mas masseuse parlor? Call that number and speak your mind. Not right now, though. It's too loud in here. Too loud in here. Yep, 916. 
Jesus. Uh, caller, if you're going to call me, make sure you're, you're not sitting on your phone, okay? Try not to butt dial me. Uh, this this might be a better voicemail. Let's try let's try another voicemail because that was sad to say it was a little bit of a letdown. Whoever that was, Mister Butt Dialer nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. Whoa, this is a this is a long voicemail. <laughs> I could tell from the transcription. Hey, let's let's load it up and listen. Nick the Rat. Nick the Rat. <laughs> Nick the rat, do, 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 Nick the rat, the rat, the funky bass remix of the name of your show uh you can hear that song playing at clubs everywhere throughout the east coast especially right here in new york city nick the rat i saw that one of your previous episodes was titled santa's secret bass and i just wanted to let you know that i recently came into some very special confidential classified information really regarding santa's secret base i thought it blew up. where does santa live throughout the year it might not just be the north pole there might be other places that santa and his elves and maybe even the greys where do they live together maybe it's the north pole Maybe because of the reverse polarity of the Earth's magnetic field, maybe they also have a secret base and a complex, if you will, on the South Pole. I didn't think about that. And maybe something no one has ever considered. What if Santa has a secret undersea base, like a James Bond villain, an underwater base right around the equator? Because you think about it, Santa, he doesn't want to be in the cold all year, you know. He's got he's to gotta have some temperature variation to uh, regulate his bloodstream. So Santa, I think he took a decommissioned base hmm. from a James Bond villain that was underwater in the late 1970s. A decommissioned base underwater at the equator where his elves and the greys and the DMT machine elves, they all, they hang out, they have parties, they gather the supplies for the coming Christmas toy season. You should look into that. I think there's a couple good websites about Santa having a presence at the North Pole and the South Pole and also at the equator. You heard it here first from Tony Wolf. My man, Tony Wolf, enlightening us right here. I didn't even think about this. There could be another base on the South Pole and possibly at the equator, too. Like, you know, hey, why not? You know, a little summer vacation home. Tony, that's that's actually mind-altering. Thank you for that. Thank you for that call, Tony. 
Um, well, you know, wow. I can already tell the show is going to be very long from all the, from all the, um, all the voicemails that I have here. But, um, we're going to continue on with the show. You know, maybe, maybe I should play a Zindu right now. You know what? <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <clears throat> let's skip Zindu right now. We're going to play a little bit more of those clips later, but I really need to maybe listen to some music right now. And we got my man Akira, Akira, with Ninja Gaiden 4-2 theme. Akira Remix. Check it out.
<laughs> that was uh, Akira with Ninja Gaiden. Gaiden. 4-2 theme. That's uh, good stuff by Akira. I love him. He's great. Ah! He's a good dude. Ooh. Happy Vagina Day. Um, it's... Actually, you know what? It is, uh, it's going to be Valentine's Day in about 30 minutes for me. It's 11.30 in Brooklyn, New York right now. I usually do open the phone lines up at 11.30, but I did, more or less I opened up after the third song. So you got to wait for one more song before I open up the phone lines. We have a lot of show to get to. It's going to run long tonight. I might be up till about 6, 7 in the morning. Nah, not that late. But uh, let's, play a little, let's play a little something about love. Why not, you know? What should we start off with? Should we start it off thick or thin? Let's start it off, um, you know, let's run off of what we did last week. We did a lot of Alan Watts last week. Let's continue with Alan Watts. I only have one more from him this week. The rest are from other great thinkers. But here's an Alan Watts clip talking about love. Then we're going to get back into we're going to get back into the show about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. And what what are they here for? What do they want? Shoes? Maybe. now really when we go back then to falling in love and say it's crazy falling you see we don't say rising into love there is in it the idea of the fall and uh, it is goes back as a matter of fact to extremely fundamental things that there is always a curious at some point between the fall and the creation taking this ghastly risk uh, is the condition of there being life you see for all the life is an, an act of faith and an act of gamble the, the moment you take a step you do so on an act of faith because you don't really know that the floor is not going to give under your feet. The moment you take a journey, what an act of faith. The moment you enter into any kind of human undertaking in relationship, what an act of faith. See, you've given yourself up. But this is the most powerful thing that can be done. Surrender. See, and love is an act of surrender to another person. Total abandonment. I give myself. Take, do anything you like. So, that's quite mad. Because you see, it's letting things get out of control. All sensible people keep things in control. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Security. Vigilance. Watch it. Police, watch it. Guards, watch it. Who's going to watch the guards? (laughs) So, actually, therefore, the the, the course of wisdom 
what is really sensible uh, is to let go, uh, is to commit oneself, to give oneself up, and that's quite mad. So we come to the strange conclusion that in madness lies sanity. Alan, what's she trying to say? He's, he's fun to listen to. I really uh, dug his last uh, last episode. I, I, you know, I play things that I like, and I like that. So let me just throw that into the throw that clip into the garbage. Bop, and we're ready to continue on with the show. And I think, I think, I feel it. I feel it in my bones. It's time for Zindu. Cue up the Zindu. Kyle. Kyle, pick your bones up off the floor, Kyle. Uh, so many of his bones are decaying. I need to glue them back together with some paper mache or something. All right, Kyle. You can't do it, Kyle? All right. I'll hit the button for you. You want me to- and the the best part about Kyle being dead is I don't have to pay him anymore. So, uh, Zindu. Hey, 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 everybody. Yeah, it's uh, me, Zindu. Uh, looks like Allison Max back in the news. Yeah, I'm still on that there. It looks like, uh, looks like they kept some lady locked up in a room for two years because she was, she's fucking somebody that wasn't her master or something. I don't know. There's there's all these allegations, uh, sex trafficking. Uh, what else do they have? These people are a whole bunch of stuff. Let's see here. Uh, blah 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 blah. Identity theft, harboring of aliens for financial gain. They didn't they didn't harbor me. Only Nick the Rat does that. And it's for financial gain too. That's so. true. That's hey. true. I don't harbor. Uh, extortion, forced labor, sex trafficking, money laundering, wire fraud, and obstruction obstruction of justice. All I know is that one day this is going to make a great TV movie. I can't wait to watch it and find out what actually is happening over here. Uh, somebody said that there's this guy out there named uh, Frank Report that was doing a lot of coverage on it, but he in an article from February 13th on his webpage. He talks about, like, Comic-Con and how she's not going to show up because she was a sex slaver. But then at the end of the article, he writes, if she's acquitted or when, if convicted, she emerges from prison, it is hoped Allison will return to the Comic-Con convention circuit. <laughs> if he's so against her, why is he hoping that she comes back to the Comic-Con convention circuit? Does, does he want to be abducted by her, too? I don't know. I I, so I wouldn't mind it. She's, she's kind of cute, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, this is Zindu on his uh, continuing coverage of the sex cults. I don't fuck what it's called anymore. It's like NXIVX, Nixvixum or some shit. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like a whole bunch of weirdos. I don't, I don't know. Do they, they have guns and weapons? How do they keep these people locked up? I don't I can't wait for the TV story to come out because there's so many questions I can't, I can't find the answer to. Well, probably because it's still in court, I guess. But we'll find out one day. Uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a great TV series. I've got my lotion and my tissues ready. Oh, my little geez. wet naps. Can't wait. Anyway, this is Zindu for the Dark Super Network News. I'm going to, I'm going to check Zindu to see if he's got one of those brandings on him. It sounds like he was uh, involved in, in this sex. He brings it up all the goddamn time. Uh, if you send an email to nick at nicktherat.com and you put, hold on one second. 
Sorry, the uh, ginger ale is coming back up. If you go to Nick at NickTheRat.com and you put the thing as um, hashtag gas blast or just write gas blast in the thing, I'll read it. Let me just check my email and see if I have any gas blasts. I burped at the appropriate time, I guess, right? Gas blast. Get it? Huh? We'll be opening the phone lines after the next song. Running a little late already. Oh, wait. What is this? There we go. Um, looks like looks like we have a gas blast. Uh, okay, gas blast. Hey Nick, I was wondering if you could be my Valentine. Oh, that's so sweet. Um, I already have like four or five of them. Man, I might be able to squeeze you in. You know what is what is a Valentine anyway? You know I love everybody. I love subscribers. I love non-subscribers. I love listeners. I love haters, too. If you hate Nick the Rat, I love you. Uh, let's see. Let me finish this email here. Hey, Nick. I was wondering if you could be my Valentine. I seem to have bad luck with guys. Well, have you tried men? <laughs> uh, every Everyone that I date seem to go, seem to go missing. They wind, they wind up on the news and are usually found dead. I also... I also wake up with blood under my nails sometimes, not my blood. I'm just going to stop reading that there. And yeah, I'm full. I'm filled to the brim. I'm filled to the brim with Valentine. I can't. No. Um, no. 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 Uh, let's, let's go to a song, you know, actually, maybe we have a lot of voicemail. Let's play one more voicemail and then we'll go to a song and then we'll open up the, the phone line. Otherwise we'll, we'll never get to the end of the show here. 917-719-5923. Let's try this voicemail right here. Uh, yeah, it's Rufu, man. And like, um, that sound of that Fresno nightcrawler sounds like me after taking a great big bloody shit. So there. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, fur out, man. Uh, meow for now. <laughs> <laughs> the bark at the end. All right. We got a song. All the music, by the way, is on SoundCloud. You could go to my likes, Nick the Rat, one word. Uh, I think it's SoundCloud slash likes slash Nick the Rat. You go to my website and find it there somehow. Click all the links. I've been getting hits on No Agenda Social saying that my site is red. It's probably because it's not HTTPS. I'm not getting any information from you anyway. If you if you click donate on my site, though, there's a donation button. If you like what you hear, if you feel like you have been <laughs> expanded in your mind. Uh, the Loyalist Socialized Pepsi. <laughs> That's great. Cheers.
It's Chinook Center's biggest promotion ever, the Frequent Shopper Program. Together with CFCN Television, the Calgary Sun, and QR77, Chinook Center brings you pets to give away daily. That was the loyalist socialized Pepsi. I'm getting reports in the chat that uh, gin is is bullshit. It is uh, just distilled through juniper. It's still alcoholic, isn't it? No, whatever. That's all I really care about. So, haha, do when dum dum dum. The more I drink, the more I'll know. Hey, it's us tuning in the chat. Okay, we can't talk about the chat all night. All right, I'm gonna read. Wait. What is this? I'm gonna before I get to before I open up the phone line, which I'm gonna do in a minute. We're at that point. I like rum too. Uh, but we're gonna. Um, what is? It? Whoa. We just got another. This is a weird email. This one says important. Read now. Um, let me read this now. Uh, hi, Nick. That's me. Uh, I just heard you talking about the Fresno Nightcrawler, and boy, oh boy, was that guy wrong. Are you talking about Dr. G. Freeman? Uh, he's a doctor. How could he be wrong? Uh, the Nightcrawler is from this dimension, so he's not interdimensional. I was, uh, I was out one night with some buddies at Belmont Memorial Park. I'm guessing that's in, in California or something. Uh, and the sky lit up with a blue, blue, deep blue color. We saw, we saw. I'm gonna say this forever, aren't I? I, I you know, sometimes you have speech impediments. Okay, we saw it. We saw, seesaw. We saw a ball of light hit the surface of the grass and hover there. This is getting serious. Um. Hold on, where was I? This um, this fake-ass gin. Maybe I'm fake. I don't know. Um, No, I'm not. I'm real. Uh, let's see here. The ball, of, the, wait, the ball of light vanished, and we didn't see anything after that. I whipped out my camera phone, but after we didn't see anything, so I put it down. I faced it towards the grass. That's when we heard it. Oh, my God. 
when we turned around to look, and sure enough, we saw. We saw, wait. So, well, hold on one second. They didn't see something, and then they turned and they saw something. After they, oh, okay, I see. So the ball of light came, it vanished. They didn't see anything. They turned around. They heard a noise. They looked back and they saw something. It was about three feet tall. It looked like. I'm going to read this because it said important on there. It looked like two tampons were tied together wobbling around in the grass. Ass. As soon as we saw it, you spelt that wrong there. Caller, writer, emailer. As soon as we saw it, it glimmered and vanished, but we still heard it. Then we saw the ball of light appear, reappear, and it flew off into the night sky. Love the show. Don't let people spread lies. Thanks, Dutch. Touch. That's a cool name. Uh, P.S. I attached the audio clip of what we heard. Well, here we go, people. Let me load this up. How can I get this over here? Let me put that there. Let me load this clip in. All right. I usually don't do this. I usually don't play things on the fly, but... All right. After we do this email... This can't be real. Can this be real? This might be real. I don't know. Let's play it. Listen to it. And then I'll open up the phone line and we'll take calls. Do you think it's real? Give me a call. 917-719-5923. We're going to play this clip now. I also would like to... Actually, before I play this clip... If you have young people listening to this show right now, you might want to move them into another room. Because this this could give them nightmares. Like, if there's really interdimensional alien creatures on this planet... Your kids might not want to know about this. Okay, okay. Enough suspense. Let's play the clip. Sounds like rain. Look here. What the fuck? What the hell is it? Holy sh... Did you guys hear that? That's that was creepy as fuck. Intergalactic bong, really, Radax? It's not a bullfrog. I've heard bullfrogs. I've heard bongs. That was neither. That was out of worldly. That was okay. Let's play that again. It's from a guy named Dutch. Let's let me bump the volume up on there. Let's just play it as loud as possible. We're gonna play it again. Sounds like he's in a rainy park. He's in the park. I don't know where it is, but I think I mentioned it before. Here we go. What the hell? Okay, the clip is dying. Is my whole stream dying? I don't know. Let me reload the clip. Let me reload that. Oh. I put the phone down on the back key. <laughs> yeah, Jin's fake. It's fake. Um, let's reload the clip. Pump it up. There we go. Look at it. What the hell is it? 
That's creepy. That's creepy. Look at it. Look at it. What the hell is it? I don't want to know. You know what? I don't... All right, we're going to open the phone lines. Taking the do not disturb off. Uh, 917-719-5923. If you'd like to call me, talk about the Fresno fucking nightcrawler. Could be an alien. Could be a interdimensional creature. Give me a call. Uh... Until then, let's listen to uh, let's listen to a voicemail. I'm feeling lucky. Spin that wheel of mail for me. I, I okay. Um, let's spin the wheel of mail. Let's see if we have any uh, emails. Hashtag not, not a hashtag. Just sewer blast, gas blast. God damn it! Whoa, we got like a couple in here. <laughs> These just appeared. People are really excited about this. I got a lot of listeners. So we gotta let you know there's like thousands of people listening right now, live. All right, uh, let's get this last gas blast right here. Um, gas blast. I'm not gonna read your name, so don't put your name in the email. Just I'm not gonna read that. So blank. Do you know those chocolate balls with the red cherries inside? What other color would they be, sir? I kind of gave away your name. Now you know it's a sir. Um, do you know the chocolate balls? With- yeah, I love those. It's the little cherries in there, right? That's pretty good. Uh, are, are those actual testicles just wondering? No, they're cherries, sir. Sir, they're fucking cherries, okay? Don't try to ruin... Don't try to ruin what I... Don't try to ruin this shit for me. I like those things, okay? And you come all up in here just trying... (laughs) We got a phone call. Got a lot of callers on the line. Uh, hello, caller! Hello. So, I've got a question for you, Nick. Sure. Okay, so, out of curiosity, like I was saying in uh, Twitch... If the emails that you read off earlier said that the Fresno Nightcrawler was about four feet tall, yeah. would it or could it possibly be related to the Carmel Area creature? The Carmel Area creature? Mm-hmm. That is correct. Where's the Carmel Area? Is that like between the oh. thighs? <laughs> no, that would actually be down in California. Oh, huh. I don't know what this Carmel, Carmel Area creature is. Maybe I'll, let me do a quick well, look. I could do a quick look. Is there are there pictures of them on the internet? Actually, it's also going to show the same video if you look at the right website. But they're saying that the caramel creature is seven feet tall, not four feet. Holy shit! You're right. That looks exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it just grew. Maybe it was walking from Fresno, and once it makes it to caramel, it's bigger. <laughs> Okay, that would be an interesting thought. Didn't even think about that. Well, you come on, come on, caller. You gotta use your your. Whoa, there's there's a picture of it could be a deer walking on its hind legs. Well, like it says here, what about a gazelle standing upright? Who knows? Deer gazelle. <laughs> That's something. 
I don't think it's that. It's definitely it's an alien. There's, shit going on. there's no there's no way it could be a gazelle walking from Fresno to Carmel. Car- Carmel? Do you say Carmel or Carmel? Carmel. Carmel? Oh, I call it Carmel, but it's probably called Carmel. I was born in California. We just got out of there as fast as we could. So did you ever see this creature? No, but I did see my sister quite a lot. She looks remarkably like it. I like ladies with long legs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're just not quite sure about the rest of her. Uh, well, do you think this creature is an alien or an interdimensional creature being, or or what? Do you, or do you think it's like uh, just a a deer on his back legs, gazelle? When I first saw it, I thought of the compass that we used to draw circles back in grade school. True, it does. I see That's what, what you're it saying. Looks there. Like to me, <laughs> yeah. I'm, you know, I don't know what to blame it on, but it just looks like a walking compass. It kind of it kind of does look like a compass. I do see it's just two long legs. It's just like um some weird it's a weird looking creature. It's very strange looking. Or somebody on stilts and they just photoshopped the upper body on. Well, no. Well, every every report of this creature is saying that it's really small, like twenty four to uh, forty eight inches. It's a uh, it's a little bigger than me, but that's about it. <laughs> I'll keep that in mind then. But that was all. That's all I wanted to ask. Is there, is there anything you'd like to say to hashtag sewer chat before I let you go? Yes. Okay. You- nope. You can't. You you t- you're telling me you you shouldn't talk bad about your sister. Fa- family comes first. And bless, it's on your lover. Um, we we have a more songs or something. <laughs> what do we have? Now? We should play an advertisement because we have to make money down here in the sewer to keep uh to keep to keep the show going. <laughs> we have another phone call coming in. We're just gonna go to the next phone call. Hello, caller. Hi Nick. <clears throat> How are you? I'm doing pretty good tonight. How are you? Not great. You oh. know why? I have two problems. I have two problems that I that I need to discuss. One um, I accidentally smoked way too much weed, so I'm not sure if I can actually read the story. Oh my wrote. god, is this the storyteller, Illuminati? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I had a rough day, so I smoked weed to feel better, and then I got too high, I overdid it. Oh man. Can you just make it up and just and pretend that you, you could read? Well, hold up. I have another idea. Oh. It came to me, I was like, whoa. Listen. That works. <clears throat> so, right now... Let's see, where did we stop? Uh, oh, yeah. The last like thing I was remember wondering... was the, the dog going into the cave. <laughs> yeah. So she was like, what was me? Why is my father kidnapped? Right? So, Might have been okay, here's the point where I... I don't know, it could be. It could be like a sad tax story for tax season. <sighs> Taxes. It's coming up, everybody. April, what is it, April 20th? Something like that. Maybe. So, okay, here's the other idea I had. Well, that was, I didn't have a first idea. So here's my idea. <laughs> um, I am stuck in my story. I'm at a point where uh, I'm like, okay, did she sneak into the cave? But like, 
how like boring would it be if she just like went in and saved her father at the end of the story roll credits what if i had the uh listeners do like a choose your own adventure type of thing like maybe i don't know i think it'd be cool like maybe i could put some kind of poll on twitter or something and like give them a bunch of options and then whoever whatever gets the most votes like i'll write it into this story this this works for me because I don't have to do any work for it. This isn't. This is on you. <laughs> yeah. So I'll just put it out there with the people that are listening right now. Do you want, do you want to hear? I've Twitter. heard some uh, theories. I heard some theories about this, the story. Mm-hmm, do, mm-hmm. You, do you want to know what I've heard? Go on. I heard that yes. the dog was her father. I heard that. Okay. I heard that the there was a, a like a witch or something, and it changed the dad into a dog. This is what I heard. Oh. Okay. I read. I don't know who said this, but somebody said it. I read it and it stuck with me because I thought that I thought that was it. it sounded sounded legit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I can go with that for sure. The dog father. <laughs> she's like dad <laughs> like he like pisses on a tree <laughs> she disowns him no father of mine pisses <laughs> on a tree actually i think every every man alive has probably peed on a tree it's not actually maybe every every human have you ever peed on a tree yeah see yeah it's, it's true every every human has peed on a tree the things that that give us life and oxygen, we just we just pee on them. We just pee on them. We cut them down. We turn them into toothpicks. <laughs> it's so weird. You know, it's, it's, life is strange. It's like the things that keep us alive we treat like toilets. But hey, I respect my toilet. I think the toilet is probably the most sacred thing I have in my house, my sewer. I I am pretty particular with the cleanliness of my toilet. I I don't I have to be they have to be clean or else I'm disgusted. That's weird. Do you, do you I clean talk it every about day on the show. No, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, yeah. I'm very curious about uh, toilet cleaning because it's it's important. <laughs> it's it's a natural thing. See, the weird thing about life is a lot of things happen and people feel like they can't talk about it. Like we we can't talk about oh. how clean I keep my toilet. Some people don't cle- keep a clean toilet, and when I go to their house, I'm like, "How do you live? How are how are you alive? How do you do this?" That's like the worst thing. Like, I'm really tempted to like excuse myself and go home and pee. <laughs> like, wow. I cannot stand. Well, you I have to sit on it. Yeah, a I can... dirty fucking toilet. I, I, yeah, it's it's pretty it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's, just... <laughs> it's like, why? What is your problem? Like, do you just like want to sit on your filth? Like. Ew. Oh, snap. <laughs> happy really happy Valentine's Day in New, from New York, by the <gasps> way. Aw, happy Valentine's it Day. Just turned to, uh, it, just, it just hit midnight here in New York. Oh, oh wow. Happy midnight. Whoa, it's weird. I keep... Last time uh, it became midnight, I was on the phone then, too. You're a midnight caller. Caller? That sounds kind of skanky. Yeah. 
I could hear like a Tom Waits song. She was a midnight caller with a skanky BDs. Uh, yeah, I could hear that. That's probably uh, could be a song. <laughs> so good. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> You, you tried. That's all that really matters. So what, when oh, when you go, I have a, I have a question. When you go to somebody somebody's house with a uh, a dysfunctional toilet, do, do you mention it to them or you don't mention it? Do you? Well, it depends on how close we are. Like if we're close, I'm like, you're a disgusting fuck. Clean your toilet. <laughs> well, the closer you what are, the more wrong you can with say. You. This is true. Yeah. What if, what if? Uh, yeah, it's weird. Like. The more I love people, the more I abuse them. <laughs> no, I, this makes up. sense. This makes sense. Uh, but what about a third party? Say, say, uh, say, you love somebody, and their friend has a dirty toilet. Would you? Would you? Would you bring it up to them too? Or does third party get the I'd amount probably, of love? I'm not gonna lie. Like sometimes I'll talk shit, and that would be one of the things I talk shit about. Like, dude, your friend's toilet is fucking gross. <laughs> Like, <laughs> like, ew, hey. it really is bad. No, it is. It is. It's a very, because you use it daily, you put your, your genitalia next to it. So you're kind of like exposed to it. You, you, you don't need that. You don't need that near you. You don't need that near you. Ugh, yeah. No, ew, 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 ew. Ugh. And it's like, well, maybe it's because like I was a maid for a little bit and I would clean toilets and it was like, you would, you would just, you would, you have no idea. You were a you were a maid. Yeah, <laughs> for a bit. Do you know what's weird? I would I would never hire a maid, and people think I'm weird for it. Yeah, no, I was. Um, would you hire a, a maid? You were a maid. Would you hire a maid? Uh, if it were me, I'd hire me. Like I was, <laughs> I was really good. We have to hire ourselves to clean our own houses, no matter what. That's that's usually no. I don't not, get. I don't. It's not the option. I do it for free. I pay. I pay nothing for me well, yeah. to clean my house. But would you pay I'm somebody? A cheap bitch. Would you pay somebody to clean your house? I I can never. I, I would never do that. Even if I was rich, if I was like a millionaire with like a mansion, I'd I'd still I'd still do it myself. Oh bullshit. You no. clean a whole mansion? I would not. No, I would hire like five fucking cleaners. I would like, get like guys. a Roomba. I'd get a Roomba or something. <laughs> I wouldn't a need mansion. a. It has to be a pretty big ass Roomba. <laughs> you need like a whole army of Roombas. <laughs> Why? Well, that was. Well, if I'm a rich, I could have a Roomba per room. I wouldn't even use. I wouldn't need a mansion if I was rich. I would just. I just need a closet with a computer. I live in the sewer for crying out loud. So you'd have a mansion in the sewer. That's pretty, like, like you. I can imagine your mansion having, like, all empty rooms except for one. <laughs> <laughs> and here is my guest room, and here's a guest room. They're all empty. If, you're, if you don't like sitting on the floor, you're going to be a very unhappy guest. What's, what's the point of it? You're just like... It's like, I asked you to bring up your blow-up bed. <laughs> I will not pay for that. I will not pay for a maid to clean these rooms for my guests. That stay I've got, here. Jeez. I've got 20 acres of land. You can go get a tent. 
That's what I would get. I would get like one room in a lot of land. I would just like have one room in the middle of a forest or something. <laughs> I could see that. Actually. That would be pretty cool. It'd be a real high tech room. It would be. Yeah, it'd be like your little Unabomber shack, like <laughs> out in the middle of the woods. But like a millionaire's Unabomber shack. It would, yeah, it would exactly. be the most. There'd be spinners on there and lasers coming off the roof and stuff. <laughs> Oh my god! Uh, I'm totally going all this for saying that, aren't I? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, I did write a little bit more story. I don't. I don't know. I think it sucks. Like I'm just like Ugh. because it's becoming too cliche, and cliches like I don't want to be a basic bitch. I want to be non-cliche. Are you Are you enjoying the writing process? You know, I am, and then I'm like, fuck. This sounds stupid. You know what I mean? No, I do. That's why you have to do it live. Oh, boy. (laughs) Just like off the top of my head, just like... Sadly, I think think the creative process is ruined by by writing it down. Really? Which which is weird, because how else could you be a writer if you don't write it down? (laughs) When I was working with kids, I would have story time... And I'd literally just sit down in a chair and just like tell a story about anything that came to mind. And they fucking loved it. Well, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. Well, it's yeah. kind of like a, a, I don't know if you ever played uh, Dungeons and Dragons, but that's what uh, 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 Dungeon Master does. Yeah. They just do it. They just... I, well, I know. Dude, there's just my, okay, so I ref for Derby, you know, one of the, the head ref fucking guy is the best DM I've ever known. Like he does, like the the, the voices and the breathing. I don't know. Anyway, it's fucking awesome. <laughs> so while he's well, breathing, like, nobody else I, does I'm the a barbarian. Breathing. Yeah, well, see, I'm a I'm a barbarian. So then when I go into like a rage, right? Yeah. Uh, he's just like and, like mimicking what I would be sounding like. I'm like, dude, I'm there. Wait, so the I'm DM is it. making the noises for you? Yeah. Your your DM is a little uh. He's a, a, what are they called? Uh, not a sadist. He's a, he's like the, he's got the whip. I wouldn't what let my DM like, make my noises. So cool. If my DM was making noises for me, I'd be like, yo, DM, shut up. I got my noises down. I know what I sound like. Well, he's, but, he's really good, dude. Like, he, he would be a good storyteller. I, I wish I could make him call him the show. <laughs> Yeah, get him to call anyway. the show. I'm going to yell at him and be like, make make your players breathe. Because <laughs> if you're the only one breathing at the table. <laughs> I know. I want to do the heavy breathing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Ow. Uh, okay. So, so well, caller, uh, one last question yeah. before I hang up on you. Okay. All right. The Fresno Nightcrawler. Real yeah. or not real? Dude, real as fuck. Oh, man. That's what I want to hear. Now, do you think it's interdimensional or an alien? Probably interdimensional because, like... Wrong. Last, The last person that sent me an email said they were an alien, so obviously it's got to be an alien. Um, all right, so we're going to go to another song now. We're going to play uh, a, Pe- a Moment by Pex, P-E-X. Happy Valentine's Day, East Coast. 
world? People that celebrate? That was a um, a moment by Pex. We're having a fun time tonight on Nick the Rat Radio. We're talking about the Fresno Nightcrawlers. 
First, we found out that they were interdimensional. Now we're finding out that they're alien. There's a, there's a lot to know about them. But the one thing you have to know is that Nick the Rat Radio is um, there. There are advertisements, but it's also user supported. Supported, supported. But since user support is always going to be low, because if I ever said, "Hey," User support is way too high. Stop giving me money. Then I'm not going to get money. So I'm going to say it's really low. But, you know, I, I I love the people that do support me. You know who you are. And thank you so much. And I just want to say that if you do support me, you are my Valentine. And if you don't support me, I have to play this commercial because of you. After a long, hard day at work, and then you come home, and there's your woman. Spread eagle on the couch. You know what you have to do, but you want to make sure you do it right. The Dark Sewer Network wants to help you. They bring you the best things in the world. They bring you Nick the Rat Radio. They bring you all the crazy shit the scientists make down in the sewer. And now, introducing the new top-of-the-line Dark Sewer Space Condoms. Yes, the Dark Sewer scientists are now using space-age technology. So your jizz stays protected and disease-free. Have sex with aliens, zombies, gods, or other humans. Your pick. These space condoms will give you an O-face more explosive than the Challenger. For $69.99, it's almost a great fit, especially for one spaceman spiffy. But his Saturn V is bigger than anything I've ever seen. Give us a call now at 917-719-5923 and order yourself a box of dark sewer space condoms. Because if you don't, somebody else will. And then they're going to have sex with your girlfriend friend, wife, partner. Don't make the same mistake as me. Order now, only through the Dark Sewer Network. God, Jimmy, who taught you how to do that? That's disgusting. I I learned it from you, Dad. All right, I I learned it from you. Parents who fap have children who fap. That was a, uh... (laughs) That was a, um, uh... That was a something... You know, it's Valentine's Day. We should let's do a, another, another little quip about love. Can anyone live with Eartha Kitt? That's not for me to decide. Not for someone who decides to live with me to decide. Not for me. But are you willing to compromise within a relationship? To compromise? What is compromising? Compromising for what? Compromising for what reason? To compromise? For what? To compromise. What is compromise? If a man came into your life, wouldn't you want to compromise? (laughs) Stupid. (laughs) A man comes into my life and I have to compromise? 
You must think about that one again. <laughs> a man comes into my life and you have to compromise for what? For what? For what? A relationship is a relationship that has to be earned, not to compromise for. And I love relationships. I think they're fantastic. They're wonderful. I think they're great. I think there's nothing in the world more beautiful than falling in love. But falling in love for the right reasons. Falling in love for the right purpose. Falling in love. Falling in love. When you fall in love, what is there to compromise about? Isn't love a union between two people? Or does Eartha fall in love with herself? I think if you were to think about it in terms of analyzing, yes, I fall in love with myself and I want someone to share it with me. I want someone to share me with me. Has that happened? Bye, Waylon! Bye! Many, many times. In many ways. Now I want to have someone I have Voicemail somewhere. Voicemail? Voicemail. Hello. Yeah, this is Marty. I'm calling you from uh, the East Coast. I don't really want to give you too much information, but uh, the Fresno Nightcrawler, if I recall, this is a type of insect, a really extensive one to go fishing with, right? It uh, likes to actually, it, it drinks alcohol. It's Kind of like a barfly, but uh, it, it, it's really it's just a moocher, isn't it? It's a big old moocher insect that uh, people like to go fishing with usually at night to catch uh, the big trout, right? This is a Fresno nightcrawler. Uh, I don't really know too much about it because I don't go fishing, so uh, I guess I'll, I'll leave you with that. All right, I got to go. Bye. Um, no, it's not a, a fishing tool, a tool to fish with. That's that's not what it is. Um, no more voicemails. Let's go to another song over here. Let's uh, let's change it up. Play a lot of synthwave music. Ooh, look at that! I just got another follow by Dowdenum. I wonder who this person is. They're new. I wonder how Dowdenum found my show. How'd you find me, Dowdenum? We're going to listen to Travis Rinker music surrounded by trees.
The owls are not what they seem. Uh, you know, you're getting used a lot on the uh, Nick DeRat show. I am? Yeah. Wait, like clips? Yeah. Oh, I haven't listened in a while. Nick DeRat is great. Oh, I know. The show's fantastic in the No, sword. that's what you're saying on the show. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's help him out then. Hold on a second. <clears throat> let's see if we can uh, make it work for Nick. All right, we'll give him one jingle and then we can move on. Nick DeRat is great in the sewer. <laughs> I can use that. Surrounded by trees. Travis Rinker music. Wait a second. Valentine Valentine's Day. Val Valentine's Day, really? Okay. Hear that uh Earth Kid thing there. We got a lot of Valentine's Day clips here. Which trust me, we're not done. We're not done with the Fresno I almost said forensic nightcrawler. We're not done with you. We got more to come. I have theories. I have thoughts. I have opinions. But what does Charles Bukowski think about love? If you know who Charles Bukowski is, you already know. What's your definition of love? Love? Kind of like, you know, when you see a fog in the morning when you wake up before the sun comes out. It's just for a little while and then it burns away. Really? Absolutely. It burns away? Yeah. <laughs> Quickly. It's just love is a fog that burns with the first daylight of reality. Oh, that Bukowski. Uh, probably not even saying his name right. But hey, you know, what are you going to do? What are you going to gonna tell me I'm wrong? And 
they're silk, by the way, if you want to know. Uh, okay, we're going to look. Uh, maybe we should play another another clip. Let's play something that's uh, so chaotic. Let's play. You know, you know who had an opinion on love? Martin Luther King, not skiing cows. I don't know what you're talking about, Ostanen. What happened is that some of our philosophers got off base. And one of the great problems of history is that the concepts of love and power have usually been contrasted as opposites, polar opposites. So that love is identified with a resignation of power and power with a denial of love. It was this misinterpretation that caused uh, the philosopher Nietzsche, who is the philosopher of the will to power, to reject the Christian concept of love. It was the same misinterpretation which induced Christian theologians to reject Nietzsche's philosophy of the will to power in the name of the Christian idea of love. Now, we got to get this thing right. What is needed is a realization that power without love is reckless and abusive and that love without power is sentimental and anemic. Power at its best. Power at its best is love, implementing the demands of justice, and justice at its best is love correcting everything that stands against love. Silk Spannies. Um, That was Martin Luther King talking about power and love. I should probably do some math right now, really quick. Let's do uh, one, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. Oh, oh, oh! My phone is blown up. It looks like looks like an email. Is it a donation? I always love when a donation comes in when I'm doing the show. No, it, it's not a donation. Greetings, sewer boy. That's me, I guess. I'm sewer boy. Uh, I heard you like gaming. Do you play Apex Legends? I'll whoop your ass in it. You probably suck. By the way, yes. I do play Apex Legends. And yes, it is trendy right now. And sadly, it is on Origin. Fuck EA. EA could suck a giant horse dick and... It's a good game, though. If if you like shooting games, speed, violence, and momentum, yeah, 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 play it. It's still fuck, fuck yeah. Uh, just don't give them any money. They already got paid. Uh, we should do another gas blast because that was that was a salty that was a salty gas blast. All right, uh, let's see here. In the morning, Nick the Rat, do you find it strange when kids give their parents Valentine's Day cards? Isn't that implying they want to sleep with them? What do you think about that? I, I, I don't think about that. That's a weird question, and you should feel bad. If your kid gives you a Valentine's Day card, they love you. They don't know what you're trying to say. I don't get bodied in Apex Legends 
ex-paladin. Just because you're a subscriber on Twitch doesn't mean I have to listen to your bullshit, okay? I'll stream it this week. I'll stream a whole bunch of it this week, okay? If you want to watch me play some shooting them up games, I'll have fun this week. Tune into my tune tune into my Twitch channel. Okay, uh, let's get back to the show here. You know, we didn't play. We only played one Zindu. Let's play Zindu number two. Zindu two. Zindu two. Zindu two 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 two. Zindu, the Dark Sword Network News. Hey, everybody, it's Valentine's Day coming up tomorrow. That's great, isn't it? Well, it wasn't great for some fucking lions at the uh, London Zoo. These uh, Sumerian tigers, they were trying to get them to fuck. They, they brought this male cat in who was, uh, he was like, fuck it. He was like twice her age or something. He was like 12. She was 7. Uh, they only lived to be about 15. I don't know why they're waiting so long to get these cats together. They should... They should maybe raise them together at birth to get them to, to fuck. So anyway, the zoo put them in the cages next to each other for a little while. They were like, hey, they played some sexy music, maybe a little Pat Benatar, a little, a little saxophone or something. Well, as soon as that, they, uh, they they were like, these cats are ready to go. This is going to be a beautiful time. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be love and flowers and fucking hearts and fireworks. So uh, they opened the cage door. They let them uh, mingle and... And the man cat, he, uh, using his male toxic, 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 toxicity, male toxicity, tox, toxicity, I don't what know, this is a joke in this number. He, he, he ate her. He basically just fucking ate her. Uh, the, the people at the zoo, they were like, yeah, we banged on pots and pans, we squirted them with super soakers and all that. But uh, it didn't, didn't really work out. It didn't work out. Why didn't they have the, the sniper rifles with the darts that make you pass out? You know, first inject him with a little Viagra, get him horny. If that doesn't work out, he starts to chew on her face, shoot him with a tranquilizer dart. But no, I guess they weren't planning too far ahead. They were too optimistic. Uh, if you ever put me in a cage with a giant cat, I'm going to kill you first. I don't care. Ooh, these exotic creatures. Ooh, I can pet a fucking exotic creature. This is great. No. You could get eaten. You get bit once and you're done for. It's over. Why would you even really want to put up with that? I don't know. Uh, the article is, this is a New York Times article. It later goes on talking about the zoo and, and how there's a fire and there's missing meerkats and they're presumed dead. I really don't know what the hell that's about. But anyway, uh, yeah, b- life's a bitch and love's a bitch and, uh, you know, uh, make sure you, you find somebody that's not going to eat you. Anyway, that's Zindu. Happy Valentine's Day. Uh, peace, love, and light. Yeah, bye. <laughs> <laughs> peace, love, and light. Peace, love, and light, brother. Uh, You know what it's all about. Uh. Now I got Apex Legends on the mind. I'm addicted to video games, I think. Uh, I have dreams of it now. I've been been detoxing from the marijuana, and it's been giving me very strange dreams, and I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends, and I've been having a lot of dreams of Flying through the air and bing, bing, bing. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, let's continue on with the show. What is this? This is weird. We just got another uh, emergency email in here. All right, let me read this here. Let me get serious. This is not a joke. Um, hello, Nick. Both of the previous sightings reported are totally false. 
Really? <laughs> About the uh, Fresno Nightcrawler or the caramel creamy thighs? Uh, let's see here. I am part of the Monachi, Monach, Spinach, Spinach, Monach, Monaki tribe of the native people of Fresno, California. The creature they speak of are true, though. Our ancestors... Wow, this is weird. So now it's not an alien. It's not an interdimensional being. It's an Indian... It's like an ancient Indian creature? Oh, hold on. I need I need another drink for this one. We live in crazy times, people. Scientist... Skeptics and Indians could email you their opinion about stuff. It's crazy times. Okay, uh, where was I? (laughs) It's a really important email. Uh, Our ancestors worshipped these creatures. They would come out of the floor and mill the land for us. Our ancestors worshipped these creatures. They would... Okay, I just read that sentence. Hold on. I'm a little drunk. There was, uh, there once was a time when thousands of them would come out and walk up and down the fields, plowing them for us before returning back into the earth. We would call them night crawlers because they would come out at night only. Wow. So these night crawlers are definitely night crawlers. And they seem to be from California. But now they're from the earth? They're like golems or something? This is weird. Uh, Let's see here. Let me uh, find out where I was. There was thousands of them. They would walk up and down the fields, plowing them before returning back into the earth. We would call them nightcrawlers, but they would come out at night only. We built giant wooden idols of them to let them know we love them. Oh, so they sound like good creatures. Uh, We think after... Really? Okay, I'll, I'll I'll just read it. I'm going to read it for for verbatim, verbatim, verbatim sounds like something a a furry would do. They'd verbate them. Um We think after Monsanto came along and poisoned our lands, it killed most of them off. They are usually around 5 feet tall and their skin was wood-like. They now cover themselves in white sheets to protect themselves from the chemicals in the in the soil. When they're sum- when when they submerge when they resubmerge themselves. Oh, okay, I see. So Monsanto poisoned the soil. They wear the white sheets when they go back into the soil. They're protected. My great grandfather has a recording of them. When they were in their more natural state, I've attached it to this email. Your show... I I love this email to this point. Your show is questionable, but you seem noble. Signed, Esadoa. I usually don't read the name, but that seems like it's... uh... Let's load up this clip. Let's see. Let's see what they sound like. Before.
I heard it. That was weird. Did you hear? I heard like clacking of like metal leg, a uh, wooden leg, not metal, wooden. That sounded very wooden clacking. Let's play it one more time. They do seem to move like that noise. That noise. This uh, this actually sounds maybe more legit than the other two people. Maybe they're right. These are creatures that came from the earth. Let's listen to one more time. This is chilling. This is... Oh, dear God. That... That really hit me in a weird spot. And hopefully this song hits you in a weird spot. The Sick Notes with Tainted Love. I'll be right back. Where's the little boy's room? Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. I've got to get away from the pain that you drive into. The heart of me, the love we share, it seems to go nowhere. And I've lost my light. My right saw Santa and I can't sleep at night. Once I ran to you, now I run from you. This tainted love you've given I give you all a boy could give you Take my tears from that's not me Now I know I've got to run away I've got to get away don't really want any more for me to make things right. You need someone to hold you tight. And you'll think love is to pray. But I'm sorry, I don't play that way. Once I ran to you. Now I run from you. This tainted love you've given. I give you all a boy could give you. Take my tears, but that's not nearly. Don't touch me, please. I cannot stand the way you tease. I love you, though you hurt me so. Now I'm gonna pack my things and go. Tainted love. By the sick notes. 
Uh, welcome back, everybody. We are having a good time here in the sewer. It is fucking Valentine's Day. In 20 more minutes, it's going to be Valentine's Day for, like, people an hour before me, an hour after me. Should be a good time for them. Valentine's Day is a very special day. There's a lot of love involved. Let's hear... Abraham Tversky talk about love? Love is a word that in our culture has almost lost its meaning. Uh, There's a very interesting story about the Rebbe of Kotsk who came across a young man who was clearly enjoying a a dish of fish that he was eating. And he said, "Uh, young man, why are you eating that fish? And the man says, because I love fish. He says, oh, you love the fish. fish. That's why you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. He says, don't tell me you love the fish. You love yourself. And because the fish tastes good to you, therefore, you took it out of the water and killed it and boiled it. So much of what is love, right, is fish love. Right? And so, young couple falls in love. Young man and young woman fall in love. What does that mean? That means that he saw in this woman someone who he felt could provide him with all of his physical and emotional needs. And she saw in this man somebody she feels that she can write. That was love. Right? But each one is looking out for their own needs. Right? It's not love for the other. The other person becomes a vehicle for, for my gratification. Too much of what is called love is fish love. Right? An external love it's not on what I'm going to get, but what I'm going to give. We had an ethicist, Rabbi Dessler, who said the people make a serious mistake in thinking that you give to those whom you love. And the answer is, the real answer is, you love those to whom you give. Right. And his point is, if I give something to you, I've invested myself in you. Right? And since self-love is a given, Everybody loves themselves. Huh, now that part of me has become in you, right, there's part of me in you that I love. Right? So true love is a love of giving, not a love of receiving. There you go. True love is giving it, not receiving. If you're on the receiving end, you're, you're doing it wrong, apparently, to that guy right there. Uh, 917-719-5923 is the phone number. We're taking calls, we're taking voicemails, we're taking emails. Um, Looks like we have more voicemail. Let's play play this here voicemail right here. Oh, crap. Actually, i got to play two voicemails. Hello, Nick. It's Alan Watt. It seems... Well, first let me clear this up. It's Alan Watt, not Alan Watt. Oh. You confuse me for the f- philosophers. I am a Scottish Canadian conspiracy theorist who's been publicized on Alex Jones. You see, Nick, the Club of Rome told you to do this. And all about your connection to the Club of Rome. You will not send me to the FEMA camps. 
No luck. Well, can you please send your viewers to buy my DVDs no. and Bellamy pills? It'd be much appreciated. <laughs> no. All right, Nick. Have a happy Valentine's Day. I'll send you some male hookers from the Club of Rome. Do that, please, yeah. Or female hookers. Whichever you prefer. 1414. Out. I'll take you either or. We have another voicemail from the great, the wonderful, the beautiful, the sexy Tony Wolf. Hello, Nick the Rat. This is Tony, Tony Thank you, Tony. You know, I I know. Um, are you still recording in the sewers? Yeah. Sometimes we would hear the the droplets of water in the sewers. But let me know if you've moved to a a new fancy location. You know, still down the sewer. A rat of your uh, stature. He deserves to uh, to record in luxury. That's Thank what I'm saying. You deserve you deserve the best, man. Thank you. You man. deserve to record. In like Jimmy Hendrix's former studio in the East Village, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna contact my people. I'm gonna see if I can help you out there. Um, and uh, I know your show deals with uh, the paranormal. Have you had any psychic uh, inclinations lately? Have you had any impressions that you've gotten psychic messages from the other dimensions? psychic messages from other frequencies. I think when we tune into other frequencies, we start to get messages, you know, from other dimensions. And then things kind of sound like different. They might sound like... You know, they might sound like that. I don't know. What do you think, Nick? Tell me, tell me what you think. I'm Tony Wolf. <laughs> if you don't know who Tony Wolf is, look him up. He's a he's a fun little character actor in New York City. I had some beers with him. He's also a really great artist. Does a, a, a comic about Greenpoint. Greenpoint of View. He called it great name. He he nailed it. Greenpoint is... It's kind of hip, though. It's a little hip. Whoa! We have a call coming in. Hello, caller? Hello, Nick the Rat. I was inspired, so I called you back. You oh know my. what I'm going to do? I inspired you? You did. You always oh, inspire me. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry, I was, I was uh, breathing. Anyway... Um, on your own, you don't need I'm, a DM to breathe for you. <laughs> you want an ad lib story? I I'm going to do it right on the spot. Do it. 
I'm like a rapper, but I'm so white that instead of rapping, I tell a fairy tale. Well, you know, fairy tales are. There was a really cool quote from from uh, some guy that the guy that wrote H.L. Lewis, the guy that wrote uh, Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. He like wrote it to his niece, and he was like, "By the time I finish writing this, you're not going to be a kid anymore, and you're not going to want to read fairy tales. But by the time you want to reread them, I'll be too old." And it was just a weird little thing he said, but it was a uh, it was cool. It was inspiring. Anyway, I don't want to take away from your story time. Okay, here we go. Do it. It's going to come off the top of my head. I'm blank slate right now. It's just going to be my imagination. Let's see. <clears throat> it was two a.m. Melvin was out wandering. He had too much to drink. A week beforehand, he'd been fired from his job, and he had to move in with his mother. And with what little money he had left, he spent it on booze. This was a particularly heavy night of drinking. And he decided to wander about But once he started wandering, he had no idea where he was going. He went in and out of consciousness, although his body still moved. And at a moment of clarity, he found himself in the middle of a field. Whose field was this, he wondered. For you see, he lived in a city where there weren't very many fields. And yet somehow, he stumbled upon this one. He looked around to see if there's anything around, and all he saw was a house to his left and nothing but field. Instead of walking towards the house, he decided to keep walking into the field. But what he thought he saw, hold on, that didn't make sense, grammatically incorrect. He thought he saw something coming up towards him, but when he rubbed his eyes, the thing disappeared. And he decided to keep walking. Stumbling about, mumbling to himself quietly, thinking about all the regrets of his life, how he lost his job. The company that he was with suddenly lost all of its funding and they had to lay him off after he'd been there for only five years. The economy was hard then. And it took him a long time to find this job in the first place. But then, as he was in the middle of all of his regret thinking, he saw something in the distance. It had impossibly long legs and it walked as though it were on stilts. It didn't appear to have a head. didn't appear to have a torso. And it was walking right towards him. Step, step, step. Although he was drunk, he could still feel fear, and he turned around, and he tried to run. But he could not run because he was incredibly uncoordinated and he fell down. And he could hear the thing coming towards him in the field. Step, step, step. That crunch. (laughs) When you step, 
<laughs> doesn't make a step. Doesn't make a question. There you go. Hold on. So, gather yourself. You're doing a great job. You're doing a good job. I'm totally in the mood. I'm feeling. I'm feeling. Okay. It. I'm feeling. Okay. Step. <laughs> Crunch. Crunch. What was the name again? Melvin. Melvin scrambled up to his feet. But then he tripped again and he started to crawl. He was panicking, but he was so drunk he couldn't get his brain to help him escape from danger. Crunch. <laughs> Crunch. And then he was stepped on and then there was nothing. Okay. So it stepped on him? That was it. Him? Oh, hold on one second. Hold on. Let me... Uh. I had a I had a cool effect on your voice there. It sounded like you were echoing. No. No, it's it was good. I liked it. It was a little too much. But uh, uh, so did it get bigger? Did how did how did it stepped on him? It crunched him. I don't know. <laughs> I just felt like I wanted to stop somehow. So I was like, I'll just have a crush up so I can stop. <laughs> he was crunched and stepped on. Me and but yeah, I don't know. That's, that was kind of fun. I hope he had a good. Uh, I hope he has crunch insurance. <laughs> he doesn't, and he's oh. like poor now, and he lives with his mom because he lost his job, and he's spending all his money on booze. He's, he's, he's depressed, he's, man. He's that's, that is pretty depressing. That's a depressing story. Yeah, I know. Yeah, That's the, really the, sad. Why did I think know, it's something so depressing? I don't know. What's wrong with you? What do you, what do you have? Do you have issues or something? Like the Fresno Nightcrawler. He's a good dude, apparently. Yeah, got crushed by a Nightcrawler. Because <laughs> this guy, well, Fresno, man, you have no idea how bad it is in California right now. It's so bad. Have you ever been to Fresno? What, what is the state of Fresno? I used to live right next to fucking Fresno, and it was awful. Everything What's wrong with the Fresno? They got like, is it like too too expensive for avocados out there? I don't know. It's just it's just I, I mean, don't the, know. The just... Did you ever hear of Caramel, California? Car- Caramel, huh? Caramel, Carol, California. Car- Carmel, Carmel Valley. Car- no, I've Carmel never Valley. been to Carmel, California. Yeah, yeah Carmel Valley's near where I live. Yeah, it sounds fake. Sounds like a fake place. Yeah. Could be. Fake geography. I don't know. I, there's Carmel Valley, but it's just part of San Diego, though, so it's not nowhere near north, Northern California. No, we're talking about... I think this all is taking place in Southern California. This is a... Oh. This is a Southern California creature. But but why does he come? Where does he come from? I don't know. Maybe he's just maybe he's just like a meth head, man. Like everybody's like, oh no, it's a monster. And it's just like he's just this lost meth head, just like cruising. Could be a cruising cruising meth head, stepping on people. Yeah, I mean that's probably all it is. Like he probably was like, you know, no, that's mean. I shouldn't say that. No, don't all say right, it. Well. It's mean. Have you seen a, a Russian doll? The TV show on Netflix. Yeah, her name's Nadia. I was like, bitch, we got the same name. <laughs> because they were, they were, there's like the homeless guy without shoes in there. Maybe he, um, 
Oh, you haven't hit that point yet? Let's see. I got to the point where she, like, dropped her cat while she was, like, next to the water. She's like, ah. And she, like, vanished. That was, like, episode three. You, you oh, mean, yeah. well, do you remember the homeless guy that was uh, rolling around on the fence? Mm-hmm. He, he loses his shoes. He might be the Fresno Nightcrawler. Oh, yeah. Maybe. Could be. Perhaps. Could be, could be. Perhaps. Perhaps. All right. Well, is there anything I've been you taking would... a lot of airtime. Is there anything you'd like to say to hashtag Super Chat? Um, hashtag Super Chat. Help me write my book. That'd be cool. I'm going to put a... You can't ask for help from from uh, from the chat to write your book because then who who's going to pay who? This is this going to be a really questionable situation you're in. Uh, we have, let's have a George Carlin talk about love. Uh, here is, I'm sure, something positive we can talk about, George. All right. Uh, somebody sends a fax, and they're, they're really right. They say even the most cynical person uh, frequently, and, and you're in that position now, would, would have some words to say about love. I mean, you're obviously, you're newly in love. Yes. And you're... You're plunging, tumbling right into it again, and so you must feel pretty positive about that. Well, uh, the, the only things that I really believe in, because I don't believe in my country, I don't believe in religion and God and the institutions that man has made, I don't believe in commerce, but I believe in, in friendship, romantic love, uh, and, and, and family, of course, which, which is bound in sure. friendship. Uh, yes, I, I believe heartily, and that, that goes back to the, my affection for individual existence and individuals and, and the life of the, the soul person. Um, it's, it's, as I say, when they begin to, when they get into, get into numbers larger than four or five, even, even sometimes a, a, a group of two yeah. will alter how a person is. Uh, you know, you heard a, a woman will say, well, Mike's not the same when he's with those guys. Or the guys will say, well, he, now that he's got married, he's a different guy. Right. People surrender something. Uh, it, that's why when, when a good love affair comes along, when a great love happens, it's because the, the two people don't have to surrender too much of themselves to make a new unit. And, and that's what I'm lucky enough to think I have found. And I agree with that fact, sender. He does. He does. All right, we we had a whole bunch of stuff in the whatnots, so we should maybe play some more songs. It's Valentine's Day. Let's play. Oh boy, this one's a little. This one's a little iffy. Uh, men Macania M A K I N A did a beach cumbia edit of Goat Goaty Got Goate Goate. Somebody that I used to love. Hey, they all can't be winners. Winners. I don't hate it, though. Otherwise, I wouldn't add it. It's 1 a.m. in the morning, everybody. I love you all.
abrupt ending. Uh, good night, Cyborg Dave, if you're leaving. Show's almost over. It's kind of late. It's one in the morning. That was Goaty, Goat, Goate, Gotte, Got, Goaty, Goat, Goatsy. That was Goatsy. How far can you spread your butthole? Nah. Somebody that I used to know by Makina. M A K I N A. All the music you're hearing tonight is all on SoundCloud. You can find it through my webpage if you know where to click. But apparently, my webpage is also illegal. It doesn't have the security thing on it, but don't worry because anything that you do on my webpage doesn't really fucking matter. If you click donate, you go to PayPal. They're secure. Uh huh. Oh boy. I am pretty toasty. Do we have anything else here? What is this? Looks like we have more email. Hold on one second. Yeah, we got more email. Gas blast. I could still read. Just because it's blurry doesn't mean the show can't go on. Hi, Nick. The Fresno Nightcrawler is real. I saw it once in my backyard. I screamed and called for my parents. You little pansy. Fresno Nightcrawler is so cute looking. Uh, I was living in the house... I was living in the house in California at the time. I guess you meant their house. Uh, my mom was a little bit older, and when she came down and saw it waddling through the yard, she had a heart attack and passed away. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for your loss. That's horrible. After calling 911 for her, the creature was gone. I, I, know, I now walk the streets at night with a shotgun. And if I ever see that fucker again, well, you know what's going to happen. Dirty, dirty boy style? Come on. It wasn't really the, the, it was your mom's ticker, not the, the thing. Ah, all right, we got more voicemails. 917-719-5923. We have a lot more voicemails. Let's, let's play a whole bunch of v, VMs. Yeah, we're going to play a whole bunch of VMs right now. Why not? Yes, this is Captain Jean-Luc Picard <gasps> calling Nick the Rat. Surely your last name is something other than simply Rat. That species. That's Rat. That's it. That we're all most familiar with. You may have heard that uh, Paramount Pictures is currently developing a new television show. About me, Captain Donald Picard, and I believe they're simply going to call it Picard. It's quite pleasing to me, being Donald Picard, and this show is going to take us to some very unique places. As we see, where has Donald been? Where has he gone? Is he an ambassador? Is he? Enveloped in a new mystery, perhaps. Is he listening to Nick the Rat? Perhaps he is. Perhaps Jean-Luc Picard is embroiled in a fascinating psychic phenomenon. Perhaps Jean-Luc Picard is picking up waves, sound waves, frequency waves, 
from another dimension, from a portal, a portal into the sewer of Nick the Rat. So watch for that now, coming soon, to CBS All Access, Picard, co-starring Nick the Rat and the sewer. Watch for it. Wait for it. Engage. You gotta love it when Jean-Luc Picard gives you a call. That's when you know you're kind of special. 917-719-5923. We still have some voicemails. Let's listen to a couple of them. The show must go. Hello, Nick. Oh. Down what again? I'm back. I just wanted to tell you that um, I love Zindu. I'm actually in the cult of Zindu. I love Asoy being orgies. Whoa. And I don't believe in David Icke. Well, I believe he is a person, but I don't believe in the lizard people. Or is that just what the Club of Rome wants you to think? Think about it, Nick. Think about it. May God for your gods with you. Out. Fourteen fourteen. Fourteen fourteen. What is this fourteen fourteen? I don't know what he's trying to say with this 14-14. Oh, it looks like we have uh Looks like we have one more voicemail. Let's play this last voicemail. Nine one seven seven nine five nine two three. Let's see what this one's about. Hey Nick, this oh is God. Kyle's dad. I was wondering if you had a Valentine's Day date because I dipped my balls in chocolate. I wonder if you'd stick them in your mouth. <laughs> ah, my poor boy Kyle's dead now. Thanks for killing them all. He was a little douchebag sucking me and Mama's drive all of our money. But now I'm free, so I want you to suck my balls. <laughs> I hope you have a great show, you little rat bastard piece of shit. Bye. Kyle, was that really Kyle's dad? Kyle. Kyle, was that your dad? It's too bad the dead can't speak. Jesus Christ. No, I will not put your chocolate-covered balls in my mouth, Kyle's dad. It's just wrong. Um, we're we're coming towards the close of the show, which is always a good good sign. Let's uh play another song really quick. Uh, this one's "Enjoy the Silence." Hey, happy Valentine's Day, everybody! You know what? Let's play some more stuff about love. How about a quick Richard Pryor, quick Richard Pryor story about love, and then we'll play a song. Enjoy the Silence, remixed by Bully Space. It'd be bullshit. You know, but when you get them feeling somebody touches that shit inside you, that shit be fucking with you. When they make you man. And women, I don't give a fuck. Y'all can be so cool about turning a motherfucker off. You love when a motherfucker be in love with you, because you can be some nasty bitches. <laughs> when the motherfucker, darling, please don't let me, just give me the... Oh, God, are you calling again? God, Richard, please, just don't do this to yourself. 
<laughs> I mean, why, why don't you go home and bathe or something like that? Just, just don't call here anymore. Just a minute, John. How can women be so cool though, when you're angry? Don't you tell me I love you, don't you see? Yes, dear, I'm going for a walk. A walk? I want to fight! One night I left the house about 137 times. I did. I just said, fuck you! And then I'd have to come back like, you forget your keys? You ever leave and forget your keys? Bitch, yeah, motherfucker! Yeah, uh-huh. Bleed that shit. Yeah. You'll see. Oh, shit. Then you got to go back in the house. Why come your old lady looks so good after you've been away for a while? Right? You ever, like, get your heart broke like men here? You ever had your heart broke like men don't get their... Women get their heart broke, they cry. Men don't do that shit. Men hold that shit in like it don't hurt. Walk around and get hit by trucks. <laughs> said, didn't he see that truck? He said, motherfucker, he wouldn't have seen a 747. Because his heart was broken. <laughs> right? I mean, there's a feeling getting your motherfucking heart broke. It's like, I don't know. It's like men cannot graduate till a woman breaks your fucking heart. That is your diploma. It either kill you or make you fat. I'm talking about that heartache where your motherfucking heart be, ooh, hurting and shit. And you, be, you can't even listen to music. Shit remind like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. She just reminds me of my lady. <laughs> she got a nose just like Rudolph. Just... Richard Pryor, yep. And you go out with other women when you love. You go out with other women don't mean shit, right? You go out with other women and they talk and they go. You hear their voice and go, what is this bitch talking about? Why don't she just shut the fuck up? She ain't saying shit. Because it's hard to reestablish yourself with other people once you've been with a partner for a long time, right? Especially if you get a good woman that you really be in love with. And usually it's the man that fucks up. We fuck up, right? Then we can't find them motherfuckers no more. Right? And when you can't find her no more, it look like she get better. Every time you see her, she be beautiful with some other motherfucker that look good. I be going, I want to kill everybody. Everybody in the world. That's how you end up in penitentiary, Jack. A lot of people in penitentiary done killed their old ladies and shit. And boyfriends and shit like to just flip out. I don't give a fuck. That was Richard Pryor right there. Aw oh, man, and guess who's coming up next? Zindu. Hey, everybody, Zindu, giving you a little uh, news uh, about money, because, hey, why the hell not? You know, we uh, talk about science and love and sex and murder. Why not money, okay? So uh, the guy on Shark Tank, uh, Kevin O'Leary, he's got to be really smart because he's on TV, right? Well, he says that he's got the top three stupid things millennials waste their money on. He says right here, the number one thing is coffee. 
He says, you buy a cup of coffee, $4 a day. You fucking, you do that twice a day, it's $8. It's like $1,100 per year or something. Just just in coffee alone. All right, whatever, sure. Second number thing, he says, is shoes. He's like, you buy too many shoes. You got five pairs of shoes. It's way too many goddamn shoes you buy. Millennials are stupid. And the number three things is jeans. You buy too many jeans. They're like $60 a pair of jeans. You only need like three pairs of jeans. Hell, I only have got like one pair. It's got holes. I just wear them every day. I don't wash them either because jeans, you just smell for breeze. You just free breeze them. You smell like a brand new doll, brand new purse. But I think... I think that this guy's got it wrong. All right, so the top three things millennials, I think, that they're wasting their money on is, number one, drugs. Drugs is, uh, they're great and all, but I'm sure, uh, this includes alcohol, because, you know, you might go out, you spend $4 for a cup of coffee once a day, but you go to a bar, you're spending, like, most bars, unless you go to a nice dive one that I go to, it's going to be, like, $10 a beer, and you're not just drinking one beer. God, no, you're going to drink like four or five of those motherfuckers. That's like $50 right there. Just fucking get a little buzz going on. And by that time, you're going to spend like another fucking $50 more beer. It's alcohol and drugs. You know, just stay, stay at home. Make your own. Grow a weed plant. Fucking make some moonshine in your toilet bowl. You'll be good to go. The number two thing that I think millennials will waste their money on is school. Everybody that goes to school, when they come out, guess what? They're just in debt. They don't get jobs. They don't even care about what they went to school for. If you really have a love and a passion, you're going to do it anyway. If you fucking love being a doctor, guess what? You're going to be a doctor. Well, maybe you should go to school for that because you need a license for it. But if you're going to be doing something else like fucking computers or something, like not fucking computers, but maybe like coding and blah, 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 you can just go to YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com, type in like how to do some shit, and you can fucking do it. Like, a month later, you get a job, you fucking just show up to work. The main thing for work is if you wake up and you show up every morning, you probably got a job for life. You're good to go. And the number three thing that fucking millennials waste their money on, I'm just going to come out and say it, is love. It's love. You guys are all tricked and fooled by the corporate America. You go out and you're just like, ooh, it's Valentine's Day. I got to take out this person to this restaurant that's like, ooh, it's like $150 just to fucking eat a, eat a piece of fish or something. You're wasting your money. Just stay at home, fucking uh, you get a fish, c- cook that up. It's like $10. You'd be good to go. You put that in her face. You, you just, you know, you just, you're good to go. You, you just love stuff. It's way too much money. Flowers. Why do girls like flowers? They just die. Are they death bringers? They just want death in their house? Like, oh, oh, look at this. It looks great. It's, it's death. Okay, ladies, I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> you're killing us. You're killing us guys out there. And you guys are just too stupid to see it. Anyway, uh, this is Zindu, and that was just the money tips and all that shit. You know, uh, invest your money into like a 3% uh, something or other, maybe a throw the stock market for a five percent something or other. I don't know. Either way, uh, we're we're two twenty two dollars twenty two dollars <laughs> twenty two trillion dollars in debt. Yeah. So basically, money's not real because we're living in debt, and debt is negative money. And basically, yeah, the money's not real, and and uh, we're we're ruled by slavers. Zindu out. <laughs> Twitch is a graveyard. Um, yeah, it's that old Zindu. Wow, wow. Let's listen to Enjoy the Silence. Remixed by FL Studios. Uh, Bully Space. <laughs> Thank you. 
There was uh, Enjoy the Silence uh, remade by Bully Space. I gotta end the show soon because oh boy, oh boy, it's getting hard to do this, especially when I'm drunk over here. Ah, wait a second. Do we have more voicemail? It looks like the voicemail box is empty, but it looks like other boxes are filled to the brim, spewing over the top. Fill to the brim. Gas blast right here. Uh, hi, Nick. The Fresno Nightcrawl is real. Sort of my backyard. I screamed to no. Sorry. Okay. That was the old one. I think the Fresno Nightcrawler is a tuning force for our inner spirit. This is a weird email. The way it walks, talks, uh, the way it walks, talks to my soul. I've seen the video of them, and I can't stop thinking about how good it would feel if they were walking on my back. I feel you. Maybe if we catch a few of them, we can open up a massage pa- <laughs> We can open up massage parlors across the country. Do you think they give happy endings? Well, if they do, sign me up for one or two. I'll take I'll take two, please. Thank you very much. Uh, wait, wait a second. 
Uh, it looks like we just got another email that says uh, emergency. Getting? No, it's it's been it's it's been um. <sighs> oh boy. Okay, we got another uh emergency email here. <laughs> it's hard to read. Good evening. Sitting in my beanbag, smoking some weed, listening to your show. And I don't buy any of this shit. Oh, fuck you. Uh, one night in my room, I was laying down and I heard a noise in my closet. When I opened it, there it was. I saw the freaking Fresno Nightcrawler. Holy shit, that's scary. It's not an alien. It's not from the Earth. It's not interdimensional. It's a straight-up monster. It's... It, Trashed, thrashed around my closet and got tangled up in a pair of my underwear, my panties. It gave me a wedgie and it made my butt cheeks stick out. No, uh, it got got tangled up in a pair of my underoos and fell. It bumped into me and knocked me out. When I woke up, it was gone. There was just a mess in my room on my floor. I know that feeling. Uh, I checked my phone and it turned out I did record it though. You will find it attached to this email. Stay cool, brother. And I can't read your name because I don't do that. Um, all right, looks like we have another recording of this thing. Let's listen to this. I've been hearing some scary stuff in my room lately. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like, it's been freaking me out. Like, hold on, I don't know. But like, yeah. What the? I know you guys didn't hear that. What the hell, dude? What the? What the freak? What the hell? What the hell? What the? What the freak, dude? What the hell? Free? What the? I gotta see what it is. Free. What the hell is? What the hell? Hello? Oh, what the fuck? What the hell? Did you guys hear that? Wait, let me see if I can skip to the end of that there. What the hell is? It looks like it makes that noise. Hello? Holy shit. Alright. Fresno Nightcrawler, real, not real? Definitely real. Definitely real. After hearing that one. Ooh. Ah. Ah. This is more... We have more news. Hold on here. Hello, everybody. This is Zindu, and this is Nick the Rat Radio News. Uh, let's see what we got here on CNN. This is, uh, oh, here we go. Bill Cosby in jail. Well, uh, it's sort of like jail. Apparently, he doesn't have a cellmate. He exercises by himself. He doesn't have to spend Here's time with the other inmates. Uh, so he's saying he's having a great time. Well, yeah, because he doesn't have to hang out with... Ricky Rapo or or Johnny I'm gonna stab you in the throat or Billy I'll fucking shit on your chest while you're sleeping at night you know there's a lot of crazy people in jail I've only been there a couple times you know because you know the US authorities don't really like a big strong handsome alien like myself just wandering the streets they like to lock me up but I always get out either way uh, yeah, he's there for three years for raping a lady because he knocked her out with some jello, and he's he's having a good time. He's mentally strong. He's not a uh, he's not eating any uh, fucking coffee apparently. 
Yeah, his wife doesn't visit him. He just talks to her on the phone. Oh, who cares about this? It's, it's this guy's a jerk. He's a jerk. You shouldn't. You shouldn't fucking give. You shouldn't knock women out and have sex with them. And uh, is he going to learn his lesson? No, nah, but he probably hasn't knocked a woman out and had sex with them in years. So it's. Uh, I don't really think that prison's gonna. It's gonna fucking quote unquote fix him. Uh, probably death will in a couple more months or something. He's there. He's there for a while. He's pretty old. I don't know. Whatever. He used to make me laugh, and now he still makes me laugh. So I guess there's that. Anyway, this is Sindhu, and this is the Dark Sewer Network News. It's harsh. <laughs> uh, man. Well, you know, it's it's now Valentine's Day for more than half the country. Maybe just half the country. So I just want to say uh, thanks to everybody out there for supporting the show, uh, supporting me, having a good time, calling me, leaving me voicemails, leaving me emails, leaving me messages, um, just adding content to the show. Everything I find, I find it very exciting, and uh, it's there's nothing wrong with being excited and having exciting times. That's Valentine's Day, baby. Um, let's listen to some more stuff about uh, love and uh, things like that. Right. Well, it's so interesting to me. You know, one of the things too, which I learned in uh, in theater yeah. when I took theater for six weeks. Yeah. One of the things I learned, which I found so cool, was that the Greeks put in their plays lots of discussions about bodily functions and sex. And the reason they did is they believed that, that by talking about it, released the demons of shame from their body. So similarly, if I may take the high ground for dick jokes' sake, that's yeah. kind of what I do. I mean, look, a lot of that is direct reaction to a fundamentalist Christian puritanical attitude that is shoved down our throat, which obviously keeps these secrets locked away and yeah. forms aberrant behavior. Not to say I'm not a pervert. I am. But... <laughs> oh, we'll... the what? Yeah, but the oh, what, what's the way to fucking recovery is acceptance and not yeah. denial. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As opposed to being some guy who can't show his feelings or some guy who molests children. Yeah. You know, whatever it forms its aberration. Or a guy who can't even love his wife, which I find so scary. And I'm so sick of hearing my friends get married go, God, Bill, it really does change. It frightens the shit out of me. Yeah. I don't want it to change. And maybe I'm a total idealist. And maybe I'm going to burn out and fucking self-immolate one day. And that's fine, too. I don't care anymore. Oh. So sad that he doesn't care anymore. Ah. <laughs> Uh, I think the show's over. I think that's it. I think we made it to the end. <sighs> We're at the end now. We could all finally finish. Yay. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody. The Fresno Nightcrawler. It's real. And it's coming. Because it's Valentine's Day.
Have a good night, everybody. We're going to listen to one more song over here. I would do anything for love by Go Go Team Spirit.
motherfucker. I just wanted to tell you that, motherfucker. Those veins are putting out! Get the fuck out of here. I'll see you tomorrow.